Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Pisces podcast. We just crossed over 10,000 downloads. 10,088 downloads. I have no idea how to make sense out of the download numbers because there were 78 downloads of the last episode and 280 of the one before that. So there's something I need to sort out there and do a little bit of Googling, do a little bit of research to get clear on what's going on there. But thank you if you are one of those who has downloaded one of those 10,000 or several of those 10,088 episodes. I'm incredibly grateful to you, for you. Happy New Year. I have a commitment with, excuse me, I have a commitment with the Magic Pisces podcast to just be a little bit more responsible regarding where I'm getting information from and sources that I'm citing and I just want to, the, the intention of this podcast has ultimately always been about the truth. And it, it wasn't the initial intention of the Magic Pisces podcast to all of a sudden be swimming through a sea of disinformation because the Magic Pisces podcast was formed in December of 2019. And then all of a sudden it was March of 2020 and... Things just got crazy and the entire world literally transformed in a matter of days as if some foreign power had come and dropped a bomb and life just immediately altered for all who were affected by that bomb and people lined up tribally on varying sides of the issue And then the vaccine came around and then things got more tribal and a lot of people from the varying tribes forgot that they, from the tribes that they ended up in, forgot that they had really liked each other before the tribalism took over. And now we're sorting it all out in 2022 and I see a lot of people doing a good job with that. And I'm trying to do my best with that. And so I want to be as responsible as I can for information I deliver without getting stuffy or selling out on authenticity or without sharing my opinion that, you know, this shit might be one great big evil fucking whatever it is you want to call it, you know? Um, Don't say conspiracy. Anyway, um... Thanks again for listening, and thanks for taking the time to listen to a person's, one being's fully articulated idea or ideas, whether or not they, you know, are true. And and it's really hard to tell what the freaking truth is. And I was talking to, I was talking to my friend Greg last week about, um, about old Dave and how, you know, I was like a year ago when things were just really heated and and I'm just ripping on the left and turning into the exact asshole that I was pointing my finger at them for being, <laughs> we're calling it old Dave, old Dave's old, my impersonation of old Dave was, you don't, you don't know David Hawkins, then fuck you. 
You haven't read The Course in Miracles, you fucking moron. What the fuck is wrong with you goddamn leftists? You know, that's that's old days. So my commitment my commitment to 2022 is to not be such an asshole. Because I became the asshole that I was pointing my finger. I I turned into the asshole who I was pointing my finger at the assholes for. Does that make just does what I say just make sense? I'm sure you get it in my meaning. So anyway, I'm gonna be more responsible and moving forward and if you've been listening you know that I am prone I I am prone to being a bit of an asshole but I'm also prone to correcting my behavior or correcting myself admitting that I'm wrong and moving forward with a newfound commitment so yeah all kinds of crazy things happening in the world I just spoke, I, as I'm still, I'm, I think I'm finally 100% over COVID, maybe like 99% over COVID. And, you know, to point my finger at Rogan a little bit, I have become, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan of Joe Rogan in the sense that he gives people a pretty, he gives people a lot of space to share he gets people to talk about things in a really particular way and in a really interesting way. That being said, um, you know, here I am with, it's been, I got COVID. I'm assuming it was Omicron. I don't know. Maybe it was Delta, but I got it over a month ago and it was not a cold, you know? And so I saw an interview that he was doing with Josh Zeps, I think his name is S Z E P S. Who's this Australian guy, Australian guy. And, uh, and you can tell that this Zeps guy, Zeps guy, is on the other side of things, and just believes in vaccines and be- and doesn't know a single person that has had a single adverse event. And he's got a story, and he's sticking to it. And Joe Rogan comes at him from, and I guess there were, it, I think that the Zeps guy has been on the podcast on Rogan's podcast multiple times, but but. Rogan comes in with his point of view, which is just completely the opposite, not, not really the opposite, but I guess we would say different. And, and Rogan just comes in with, you know, if you get, if you get Omicron, you're getting a cold. It's just a cold. The Omicron, I'm working on my Joe Rogan impression, by the way. It's just a cold. And, and so I'm here to tell you, as a person who got Omicron, it wasn't just a cold. It just wasn't, you know? And so that's, even one of the things that Dr. Peter McCullough is saying, if you get Omicron, it's a cold. And and Shapiro also. So I had what I believe to be Omicron. I'm not sure. I don't know how you get tested for that. But it was not a cold. It lasted like a month. And um, I followed all the guidelines that there were to be followed. Turns out the guidelines are totally arbitrary. But, you know, I did my part as a citizen. And it – that's kind of a side note. But it, it – it was not a cold and it took a month. So, you know, I don't know what that says about Joe Rogan. Perhaps he just wants to be right. Um, I was talking with Greg and uh, Greg D again, and we were discussing, he, he presenced or brought up that, you know, Rogan's an MMA, MMA fire. That's another thing. Rogan, Rogan came Rogan can't go three minutes without talking about MMA <laughs> or 30 seconds without talking about MMA. It's funny. Um, but uh, he's an MMA fighter. He's a fighter. And so he's got a position to defend. And 
you know, I'm an incredibly, I'm a person that gets influenced very easily, if you couldn't tell. You know, I listen to Ben Shapiro for a couple of days, and all of a sudden I'm some asshole, cons- I, my asshole conservative side comes out, even though a friend of mine called me conservative today again, and I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not conservative. But it's a shame that those who are seeking the truth now are coming out as more conservative or being branded as a certain thing. But, you know, it's like I can like you can like Rogan and you can also point out where he might be digging his heels in too much. And you can look at the mainstream media and also see where they are not being truthful either. I will say that I am more inclined to believe that those who operate free, like free of outside influences, like are, I'm more inclined to believe them or to give them the benefit benefit of the doubt than those who are broadcasting ultimately on the behalf of um, gigantic, gigantic, gigantic conversations um, or not conversations, gigantic corporate interests. Um, And all that being said, what I am seeking for all of us is that we start communicating effectively with one another like I was talking to another friend of mine five six days ago and this is a person who's very much pro-vaccine and I wouldn't exactly character categorize this person as anti-anti-vaxxer but they brought up the word conspiracy (laughs) and I was like he said yeah it's weird this Omicron thing comes around and everybody got it including myself and I'm beginning to think that maybe there's a conspiracy going on here and I was like really um but but he and I had a conversation and I shared with him my newfound commitment to being more responsible regarding at least the citation of information. I don't want to. I don't want to say that I'm not just prone to jump on bit shoot and suck up some conspiracy, whatever. But I'm going to tell you where I got it from, which I try to do my best with anyway. My best with anyway. Um, but we had a conversation, and it led somewhere. And the com- the one on one conversations I have with people seem to get us all a lot further, a lot faster than the arguments that happen on social media. Um, There's a lot less arguing happening on social media. If you pay attention, it's just, it's just less contentious. You can tell that people are sick of fighting. You can tell that everybody's worn down. And really what I'm hoping is that the majority of us at the end of the day, just want to be friends and want to keep our friends and want, want to be friends and to stay friends and to keep the friends we have and to not lose any more friends. And I really haven't lost that many. Um, I've lost a couple Facebook friends, but I haven't lost any genuine friendships. I had a, a friend I talked to today for an hour and we hadn't talked. We, we catch up maybe three, four times a year. And the conversation started out a little bit contentious with me being shamed for catching COVID and we kind of worked it out pretty quickly and ended up chatting about the weather 
but then a bunch of other cool things that we would normally talk about. So there was sort of like the accusation, and then I kind of I I did sort of have to defend myself there, and then an awkward, you know, throat clearing handful of moments, and then sort of back to our old selves mostly. Friendships change, though. Friendships evolve. Friendships end. Sometimes one friend in a friendship goes one way and another friend in a friendship goes another way and the friendship transforms or changes or ends and that's okay, too, because the only thing constant is change. So all that being said, there is, I think, a lot of hope in the air. You can see that... Things are just shifting like the 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 narrative is, in fact, shifting. There are politicians starting to say things in a different way. And who knows? Maybe the end of this thing is in sight. I've been watching Russell Brand's. YouTube channel and he's he's an interesting guy because he comes out with his hello you four and a half million wondrous creations manifesting as human consciousness da, 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 you know and so he speaks this you know we're all one unity thing and then I was watching him interview Candace Owens who's you know like a prominent young African-American female conservative she's pretty extraordinary human being she's got some projections she i think that she projects a little bit like well or a lot like all of us do a little or a lot but i find her to be uh, at the end of the day an incredibly inspirational human being but he's he's interviewing her and he's really he's really just kind of misogynistic like he's really just i didn't perceive his energy as respectful of her humanness in his, it was kind of like how I was making fun of myself earlier for weaponizing my, weaponizing my knowledge of Course in Miracles or weaponizing my, my David Hawkins stuff or weaponizing my spirituality. He was kind of doing that towards her and I didn't see, and I saw her kind of like on, you could tell that she was, I don't want to like a little bit, it just occurred like she was a little bit hurt. Like he wasn't letting her, share her ideas in a he wasn't letting her share her fully articulated ideas he was cutting like kind of cutting her off mid-sentence like well well well, don't you know Candace that you know and sort of shooting her down versus allowing her to express uh what she wanted to express more fully and when he interviewed Ben Shapiro um there's a there's a cool YouTube video of him respectfully disagreeing with Ben Shapiro but he was he was more respectful of Shapiro and so it occurs as if he's less respectful of women and it occurs as if he might be a bit of a womanizer. Like it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't even remotely surprise me if, you know, like they hooked up after the interview, which there's nothing wrong with, but, um, it just, the, the energy of it was just a little wacky. And I found myself a little bit put off by, uh, Mr. Brand, but all that being said, his, the, um, the, the, point of view he offers in his YouTube channel is it's worth paying attention to. So it was really funny. His, uh, he did this one video about the very awkward Bill Gates interview with Bill Gates and this woman 
Judy Woodruff, and she's it's just like an interview, and then all of a sudden she asks him about Jeffrey Epstein, and Bill Gates's entire being shifts into the being of someone who has been, you know, caught <laughs> molesting a child or something. It was just incredibly awkward. It was so weird. And so Russell Brand's take on this interview is absolutely, it's freaking hilarious. But it begs, you know, this is where the conspiracy stuff sort of comes in because it begs really interesting questions. Like what, you know, Russell Brand, he's, he's so funny. You know, he's, um, he's just, what? I mean, what's what's Bill Gates need with Jeffrey Epstein? I mean, you would figure like if Bill Gates wanted to do better philanthropy, that he wouldn't need to call, you know, a convicted sex offender. And it's true. Like, you know, this woman asks him about what he's doing with Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, and Bill Gates is like, "Well, uh, Bill Gates's answer was basically, um, like more philanthropy, more 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 philanthropy." And you know, and then you know, Russell Brand, it cuts to Russell Brand. And he just starts, you know, you figure if Bill Gates wanted to do better philanthropy that, you know, he probably knows everybody. So he could call everybody else in the world except Jeffrey Epstein. So that right there is interesting because what is Bill Gates doing with Jeffrey Epstein? And then why is Bill Gates acting so guilty when this woman, Judy Woodruff, brings up Jeffrey Epstein and then it gets even weirder because what's up with Bill Gates and his determination to vaccinate the entire world and why in the fuck are people listening to Bill Gates about vaccination anyway like what's that all about so now we've got you know vaccination pedophilia and rape kind of all collapsed into one and Russell Brand hilariously sort of gluing it all together and more and more people going, hmm, yeah, that is interesting. You know, people like me, you just go, yeah, that is interesting. And then I go to the coffee shop and I bump into some people I know and we're talk we talk about the Russell Brand YouTube video where he's making fun of Bill Gates and all of a sudden me and person at the coffee shop are going, yeah, that's a little weird, isn't it? This is not a QAnon. This is not a a QAnon episode of the Magic Pisces podcast, but there's just all kinds of stuff swirling around. and, And then you've got, you know, the energy. I have this energy person. And she's basically sending me these texts saying, yeah, they they are evil and they are going down. You know, so there's just, there's kind of like the spiritual, there's the sinister, there's the, the Joe Rogan saying that Omicron is a cold when it's not, but then there's the mainstream media sort of sticking slash sticking to slash shifting the narrative and then there's perhaps the solution is just for us to call each other on the phone and remind one another that we care you know you don't even have to call people you love maybe just call people that you like maybe just call people that you like a lot and talk to them who knows um 
all that being said, there was a this thing on the Jimmy Kimmel show where they were doing like this fake commercial about anti-vax Barbie. It's like, yay, it's anti-vax Barbie. And I don't think I've ever, and, and it's just this, you know, it's a fake commercial about anti-vax Barbie. And the kids are like playing with anti-vax Barbie and anti-vax Ken. And it's got, you know, one of the things is like, I'm going to, I'm going to go drink some horse dewormer. I'm going to go take some horse dewormer. And it shows her like slugging a bottle of ivermectin. And I don't, and everybody's laughing. And I don't think, I don't think I've ever seen a more pronounced and more disturbing piece of propaganda ever in my life than this. And you can watch Ben Shapiro on YouTube kind of picking it apart. But I mean, it, it was, it was, I mean, absolutely just disturbing. I mean, it really affected me in this deep way to see that. And so, you know, there's that. And so I'm I'm just a person who's sort of looking at all of it and trying to keep my snotty attitude and my righteousness in check while we as humanity work together to get ourselves out of the mess that we all of the sudden found ourselves in almost two years ago. So I hope you have a beautiful day. Go out and kick some ass. You know, help an old lady across the street. Love your neighbor as yourself etc it was this is this is cool this guy came up to me at mcdonald's the other night and asked me if i would buy him a sandwich and i was like how about two and i i bought him two mcdoubles and he was stoked and i was stoked he was stoked to receive and i was stoked to give and um that's the that's like that's the difference between me and like Ben Shapiro. I'm not going to, I'm not going to offer the guy a job. I'm not going to, you know, Ben Shapiro's like the best thing you can do for someone is give him a job. I'm not going to be like, sure, you can have a McDouble if you wash my car, wash my car, you filthy, you know, whatever. It's like, no, of course you can have a, you, you can have two cheeseburgers. You only ask me for one and I'm giving you two just because, and I don't think Ben Shapiro would even know what to do if a homeless person approached him. I think he would just kind of like implode. He was like, his like, he would like smoke would just start coming out of his ears like a like a robot that was um that was what's the word I'm looking for the word is escaping me you know what I'm saying he would just kind of start imploding and and freaking out because he wouldn't be able to deal with the the incoming program and uh you know if you got it's funny because if I have if I have a dollar in my pocket and I pull up next to one of the bums that hangs out you know on the highway exit ramp like the bum gets the dollar that I have in my pocket a bum asked me for a dollar the other day and I had fiver on me and I gave him five if I had a 20 I would have given him the 20 and you know I don't care what he does with it the other day I didn't have any money and a bum asked me for money and I gave her an apple and she was grateful for the apple. I was like, I don't have a dollar, but I have an apple. Would you like an apple? And she was like, thank you. And this person was obviously very, very mentally ill and hopefully they ate the apple and I felt good and they felt fed and 
maybe that's all we need to do to start repairing the mess. So I'll leave you with that. Thank you again for tuning into the Magic Pisces podcast. Talk to you next time.